All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome to this episode of All You Need to Know and welcome to 2024 uh, for the loyal All You Need to Know listeners. I'm sure everyone's excited to, you know, see what All You Need to Know has in store for 2024. Uh, and the the first episode of the year uh, is very exciting because we don't have either of the usual co-hosts. DJ couldn't do the podcast. Isaac could not do the podcast. That I'm not trying to make you feel bad. Uh, sure. But you are one of those co-hosts that is in line to host. And this week you got called in and you actually kind of helped bring up today's topic. But yes, Thad Buchanan is the co-host for the new episode of the new year. So congratulations, Thad. Bringing, Thank uh, you. Bringing seems, like Isaac and DJ's, seems like Isaac and DJ's New Year's resolution was to be less reliable this year. If that's the case, they're both doing pretty good so far. Um, any New Year's resolutions for you, Thad? I, I think we've actually done an episode way back when about New Year's resolutions, and I'm not one usually to make any. But do you have do you have anything that you're maybe working on as as you move into 2024? Uh, yeah, the same one this year's last year. Last year's was make more money than the year before that. That was okay. a big old swing and a miss. So okay. we're gonna do that one again this year because I've just recently quit my job completely. So all right, and new, so might as um, well. Yeah, if it didn't get checked off last year's list, you can just mark out 2023 and change it to 2024, and then you're ready to rock and roll. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, for me, I think 2024, for all you need to know, uh, this is the year that it finally it finally takes off. You'll be able to quit your job again because all you need to know will be bringing in such uh, an enormous cash flow uh, that it'll, it'll be able to support five to, I don't know, 16 full-time positions. So I'm actually really excited about that. And it should happen at any moment. Um, just Get those W-4 papers ready. Yeah, exactly. Those W-4s. Just considering the success that All You Need to Know has had in the in the past years and the growth that we're seeing. Because uh, just in the past year, we've seen our episode viewer uh, viewership go up from the 30s to the 40s. So mm. we we have actually grabbed a couple more people and brought them along. And so hopefully they're listening in 2024 and we can keep those numbers. Percent uh, wise, out. that's a big growth. It is. It's percentage. It's so got to be at least one of the best podcasts of the year right now. I, I think be. so. Yes. And so that's why we're getting started here in 2024 with an episode that I'm excited about. Uh, we haven't done a reoccurring episode in a long time. Now, this doesn't necessarily count as a recurring episode, but the idea is that this one will be a recurring episode uh, from this point on. And I don't know why we haven't done something like this before, but uh, I guess we can go ahead and kind of work our way into it just because it will take up a little bit of time. Basically, the idea here is that um, there are a lot of topics throughout the year that get thrown out that aren't good enough to make, you know, that that list that actually goes out, those episodes that actually go out to the all you need to know listeners. And so what we've decided, I used to just throw them away, push them to the side, and we didn't worry anything about them. But now what we're going to do is collect those and we're going to keep track of them. And then every once in a while, even though these these topics that we'll that we'll throw out here in a just just a little bit aren't probably enough um, and, and probably some of them are a little bit too controversial, I would say, for all yeah. you need to know to cover a full episode on. 
Uh, but they're either not enough to cover a full episode or too controversial to cover an entire episode. That's why these topics aren't making the cut, but they're going to get a moment to shine possibly, and it's going to be up to chance. That's what I'm excited about is I'm not picking the topics. Thad's not picking the topics. The wheel of topics is picking the topics. So we'll we'll get into uh, the episode here in just a second. We'll get the topic transition played. Uh, but that's the idea is we've got a collection of and a huge wheel. Thad, I know that you've been kind of looking at the wheel this whole time. It's a big wheel. Uh, I'm excited oh, to yeah. start spinning it. Uh, and it's got topics on every single little sliver. And so basically, we'll just be able to spin the wheel, whatever it lands on. We'll probably spend three to five minutes on. And then just once... for the viewers. Yeah, go like ahead. The wheel, the wheel is not like a shoe carnival wheel where the whole wheel faces you. You know, the typical shoe carnival. There was never anyone manning it, but it was always there and you'd spin it for it's, fun. It is. Yeah, it's more of the wheel of fortune wheel where it's kind of like turned on its side like that. So right. it take it saves a lot more room. But yeah, the same it kind of like comes at you a little bit more 3D like very nice. Exactly. It's a very nice wheel. Yeah, and I and I could I, not say enough about the wheel. And it's it's a shame that it's an audio medium, and we won't do we won't have any visual component, just because, like you said, the wheel is so tantalizing and fascinating and intriguing. Uh, so people will be able to hear it because it's a loud wheel. I, I've I've spun it I spun it for that a couple times, and this thing spins. So I'm excited to get it spinning, and that's exactly what we're doing because this is episode 295. Today's topic, the Wheel of Topics. All right, Thad. So that was the topic transition. I always love the topic transition. I don't think anyone's ever grown tired of the topic transition. But I did. uh, I took a couple of hours to put together a sound for this episode. Kind of a theme, if you will, for this episode. Uh, And like I said, I'm very proud uh, that it only took me a few hours to do this. And a lot of the other reoccurring episodes that we have, like Wild Thoughts, um, the Mailbox episodes, they have their own kind of jingle, right? And it yeah. brings you into each segment. We're only going to play this sound once, um, just because I do feel like it's a little long. Um, but I, I spent a lot of time on this. I'm going to go ahead and play it right here. Uh, and I'm excited for you to hear it. I'm excited for all the All You Need to Know listeners to hear it. So here we go. Topics. Oh, wow! That is. You sounded. You that, didn't sound as uh, as is, enthused as I was hoping. Well, it was. I uh, I think I was. My loss right now. It, okay. It had a great lead up. Love the build up. Yeah, yeah, that. and yeah, and I I I know that it. Uh, sometimes whenever things happen like that, you can only. You need to take a moment to really soak it in. So maybe that maybe that's the feeling that you have right now, where you know it hits you that sound, and you you just need to be able to digest it for a little bit, and that's perfectly fine. Maybe maybe we'll play it again later on in the episode. But that is the official wheel of topics sound, uh, and and like I said, you know maybe I'll be honest with you, it took me three hours. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And and you can tell, right? You can you can you can hear it. Uh huh. Yeah. Yes. So let's not talk about the sound anymore, even though that was a beautiful sound and I'm, and I'm very proud of it. Let's I can't ahead. say more about the sound. Right. You can't say any more about it. Uh, we're going to go ahead and lay out the potential topics on the wheel. So Thad, uh, I will kind of move out of the way so you can see the wheel. Unfortunately, like I said, those that are listening, um, we'll just have to take our word for it here on the size of this wheel, how big it is. 
um, how grand it is, how grandiose it is, I guess you could also say. Um, and I'll point out the different topics that are on this wheel. So uh, for those that are listening, all of these topics we could potentially be talking about today. I'm very excited about you know the, the randomness of this because we, I guess I chose what was on the wheel, but then the wheel's going to choose. And some of these things I would rather not talk about just because it is a little on the, the controversial side. But uh, here at the top, we've got going to the zoo. So that's a, that's a fun topic. Uh, right here next to it, critical race theory. Then you've got ticket companies should go to hell. That was one of yours. I like that one. Mm. Uh, the next one is the all white versus all black pro bowl that Richard Minda Mendehall, I believe, proposed. Yes. Uh, that's that's something that we could get into. How late can you watch Christmas movies and when to stop saying Happy New Year's? So that's kind of a long one. I You can see I barely fit that into the, the sliver on the wheel. Uh, and then you've got Jeffrey Epstein. Proposing a football league with only women. That was one of yours uh, again. And so we'll see if that one gets gets spun and, and landed on. Doing Fingers laundry. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, vaccine conspiracies. And then the final uh, sliver on the wheel we have is, can the Dallas Cowboys ever stop being the Dallas Cowboys? So we're going to get through as many as we can. I've got the uh, kind of the cutoff time, right, where we'll have to wrap it up. Um, but let's go ahead and and spin the wheel, okay? I'm excited. Here we go. I'm going to give it a big spin, and let's see what we're going to talk about first. The wheel is spinning. The wheel is spinning. Yes. It's, it's taking a long time critical to Critical race, critical race, no whammy, okay. no whammy, no whammy, critical right, race, no not. whammy. And it landed on going to the zoo. Oh. Going to the zoo. Awesome. Is our first topic. Mm. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about going to the zoo. Uh, apparently, it wasn't something that you wanted to talk about. Uh, I think we all know what Thad wants to talk about. But going to the zoo, Thad, do you like uh -huh. it? Is it one of those activities that that you uh, you're a fan of? No, no, actually not at all. Uh, actually, oh, really? hate going wow. to the zoo. Yeah, well, it's just. I mean, I'm gonna go. I feel like I'm looking at things that I'll never go see in the real world anyway. You know, okay. like it's, I'm going to have the one experience with this animal behind a cage. I'll never, ever have that experience again the real way. It's all fake. It's basically fake. You're paying money to see fake stuff. Do you feel bad for the animals? Is that any any <sighs> aspect of how you feel? I feel like if they've grown up in the zoo, then they're fine, right? They don't know any better. Right. But that's also similar to being like, you know, taking a, you know, adopting a small baby and putting them in a box, you know, like they're not going to know a box. box keeping it in the box. Like they're not going to know, like they're going to think, well, I got a pretty good side of the house until they go into someone else's house. Like, Oh wait, right. Then I live in a small box. Same thing. I think with the animals, as long as they've never been out of that cage, mm -hmm. it's okay. Now what you if, take one from the forest or the woods, a crick, and you put them in the, that's probably wrong. That's probably and, wrong. And, and I definitely agree with you because if you take a panda bear from the forest or the crick, and you try to replace that forest or crick with an artificial forest or crick, and you mm. hope that they don't realize that they're in a smaller, more condensed forest or crick, then they're definitely not going to be as happy. I mean, you like you said, the, the, the analogy that you just gave, you put a baby in a box, and then you take it to a bigger box or someone's home, like clearly it's going to prefer to be in that bigger place. 
Right. Um, selfishly, though, I do enjoy a, a nice stroll through the zoo. I know some zoos are free, uh, which I'm a fan of. But even the zoos that you have to pay for, uh, I do like to occasionally. And, and I don't have to go all the time. A lot of zoos offer memberships. I, I don't understand That's why, a you would, crazy. why you would get a membership. You're going to the zoo that much that you decided to financially invest uh, into a zoo membership. You know, I, I'll, I like oh, actually, I'll tell you why. I'll like tell you that. why. Because if you go every day for a month, maybe the gorilla comes out of the den mm. literally probably two of those times you'd go of the month. Because that's my zoo interactions usually going, get pumped up, and maybe you see the tail of the tiger around the corner of a exactly. rock. Exactly. And you don't even know if that's an actual tiger or if they just bought could like just a, be a guy with a, a tail on yeah, a stick. With a tail yeah. on a stick, exactly. I know that uh something similar you were talking you were talking about kind of being disappointed. Uh whenever whenever I moved to the Nashville area, I saw a bunch of billboards of the Nashville zoo saying we have Komodo dragons. And oh, wow. I don't know if, you know, for people that don't know what Komodo dragons are, they're basically like alligator sized lizards. They're the biggest lizards I think on, on planet earth. And these suckers are, uh, violent. They uh -huh. will kill. I've seen videos of them eating an entire goat just in like a couple of gulps, like 30 seconds, beta, maybe beta fish. Exactly. Kind of like that. So I was excited. Like they have Komodo yeah. dragons. It was kind of like Arby's, right? They Arby says we have the meat. So if you meats. go to Arby's, you expect for them to have the meats. Correct. I went to the Nashville Zoo to see these Komodo dragons, uh, this new exhibit that they have. It's the largest one, I think, on in North America or something, this Komodo dragon exhibit. And I'll give it to them. The exhibit was big, but there was only one Komodo dragon. So there's Komodo dragon. Yes. We don't have Komodo we, dragons. We have a, a Komodo have said, dragon. And they might, since then, they might have gotten more Komodo dragons. I don't know for sure. But whenever I was there, there was only one Komodo dragon. And it didn't do anything. It just sat by a little artificial stream that they had set up for it. Uh, I want to see that thing in action. You know, feed it a baby goat. Do you, is there a baby goat nearby that we could possibly feed this thing? In its own um, exhibit? Exactly. Just pull it over if we can. Uh, see if it eats it. If it doesn't, then take the baby goat back to the exhibit and you know call it call it even but i was disappointed and i do feel like that can happen a lot you go to the zoo expecting to see something and then you either don't see as much or you don't see at all the animal that you were hoping to see but, you ever you ever been to a penguin exhibit before at a zoo? oh have i now let that, that speak for itself viewers if you've ever been to a penguin exhibit mm -hmm. and especially if it's an indoor one where you go inside a building oh good god there may not be a worse place. I I think that there are pros and cons to the penguin exhibit. I do love to see the penguins kind of waddling around. I once watched a penguin in a penguin exhibit. I believe it was at the, weird enough, the Gatlinburg Aquarium. They have uh -huh. a penguin exhibit. And I watched one move rocks around. It just was like moving rocks from one place to the next. And that was actually a lot of fun. But did you smell it? It was bad, yes. Oh, my God. And we'll have to cut off the zoo topic there uh maybe there is more to the zoo than i thought there was we could possibly stretch that out to 30 minutes but we're gonna have to spin the wheel again so i'm gonna go ahead and spin it right here okay uh, the wheel spinning uh so let's see what we here got we go here. Man, vaccines I, vaccines vaccines no, vaccines bad. let's not do that something about genders something it's about genders spinning and uh -huh. there she goes oh ticket companies like uh -huh. ticket master should go to hell. You know That's what? what I'm, I'll about. do this one. Yeah, I'm with this one.
Okay, so what? Yeah, go ahead and get us started. That Ticketmaster, uh, um, SeatGeek. Uh, are there any specifics that you don't like, uh, or is it just all of them? There's not a single one I like. I, I think they all deserve their own little place in hell. Uh, I think that there's this false narrative that Game Time is this great app. Uh, mm-hmm. when it also deserves its own little seat in hell because it has its own fees. Uh, I the, the idea that the fees cost as much as buying another ticket, I mean, just make your profit. Make your little profit. You don't have to make that much profit off every mm-hmm. sale. It's enough to where if you, you I use Facebook mark groups. I've been I've been done before, you know, I've been I've been screwed over doing that. Scammed. Uh, scammed. Scammed, yeah. some would say. Uh, a few times on that. But at the end of the day, I'd rather get scammed screwed over three times because that's the cost of one fee from those sons of mm-hmm. yeah right so you're those, saying yes you're saying that whenever you use facebook facebook marketplace and you're scammed it's a it's a situation of fool me once shame Sh- on them shame fool on me them, twice yeah. shame on them fool me three Again. times shame on them as well so yes it's never a situation where you're like okay maybe i shouldn't I shouldn't use Facebook Marketplace to buy tickets. Well, you know, you're, you're uh, that anti-ticket yes, master yeah. that you would be willing to get scammed rather than willingly get scammed by Ticketmaster. Yes, because at least my money is going to an individual and not a corporation ran okay. by Satan himself. So you're rewarding those people that are working hard to scam others, um, which... At the end of the day, whenever you scam somebody, I feel like you almost have to work harder than if you just worked. Absolutely. Agreed. Absolutely. Um, for the money. But it's part of playing master, the game. It is. And 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 I see where you're coming from because I have gone to buy tickets plenty of times. Mm. And on the little seat map, it'll say, oh, wow, $15 for a ticket. Let's do it. I click on it. I say how many people are in the, in the group that is going to this event. And then... Uh, I go to pay and it says, okay, so at $15 a ticket, your total is $242. And so then you kind of look at the breakdown and it's like the ticket itself, $15.87. Ticket tax, $3 and something. Uh, Transfer fee, $4 in this. Uh, Because we can fee $18 a ticket. What are you going to do about it? Fee. $14 $14 and it yeah. adds up. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I thought I was getting a good deal. Next thing you know, those $15 tickets are actually $57 tickets. And you it's can't... because we know that ticket, the value of the ticket is $15. That is right. the value of the ticket you're buying, but you're not, you're spending more than the value of the ticket. Mm-hmm. That's my problem. And the fact that you ship an object, a physical object, there's a shipping fee. That makes sense, right? Someone's got to pick up this box and take this box to some other guy and put it in another box and then put a lid on the box. Sure. But in this scenario, I mean, we've texted today. Did mm-hmm. I ever charge you for transferring a text message to me digitally? No. No. I could. And, I, that's an idea now because Ticketmaster can get away with it. And that's and a they good should point. burn in hell. And and I I can clearly tell how you feel about Ticketmaster. Yeah, uh, I know a, a popular country music artist Zach Bryan even released uh-huh. uh, a live album called "All My Homies Hate Ticketmaster." There is clearly a movement here of people disliking those who sell tickets. However, very strange of Zach Bryan to use the word homies. I will say that sure, but 
what are we going to do about it, right? I mean, there are some things that are being done about it, but at the end of the day, what are we going to do about it? I know Joe Biden tweeted out at one point, we're going to stop these ticket uh, sellers from gouging prices. Like, okay, like, let's see it, you know, do Mr. It. Mr. Biden, because that would be great. And if he did run on that platform alone, I will stop Ticketmaster. He would win the next election. So that's up to him if he, if he wants to kind of focus in on that. Uh, and be the president for the next four years. But we're not talking about Joe Biden and we're not a long about time for him. A yeah, long time. Is. Dog years. I mean, that's, yeah. um, I don't know. but it we're not talking about Joe Biden and we're not talking about Ticketmaster anymore because the wheel is actually spinning. I don't know if you heard it. Uh, oh, look at that. So let's see Automatic. what it's going to land on. A couple safe first options. Uh, and so let's see what it lands on here. Here we go. It is. Oh, oh. man, man, man. Stop. No, it's not. No. How late can you watch Christmas movies? And what's the cutoff for saying Happy New Year? So the wheel has uh, has been pretty generous with some of these uh, so far. We haven't had anything too controversial, thankfully. Um, but this is a good one. OK, so this is whenever we say how late can you watch Christmas movies? It's not like, oh, can you stay up until 11 and watch Christmas movies? No. We're asking the question, or I guess the wheel is asking the question, at what point do you kind of put the Christmas movies away for the year uh, to allow for them to rest and then come back uh, for the next season? And then that next part, we'll, we'll tackle that first, just because okay. that's that's enough right there. But the next part is, what's the cutoff for saying Happy New Year? So before we get to that, Thad, your feelings, your opinions, concerns, about watching Christmas movies, maybe past Christmas, and what's that cutoff? What's that hard stop for you? Uh, I think it's I think it's simple for me. I think no Christmas movies after Christmas Day uh, wow. until the next month of December, because I mean you're watching a movie about an event that's 364 days. Like, what, what's the purpose of watching after Christmas Day? You know, I feel like the only purpose of Christmas movies is to hype yourself up for, for Christmas. Christmas. It gets you in the, the Christmas mood. But if Christmas is over, then you know, then why not watch one in March? If the thing mm -hmm. is I'm hyping myself for Christmas, then I think it's just as weird to watch a Christmas movie on the 26th as it would be to watch one June 1st. I, I think they're both weird. I think that I think that that's fair. Uh, just because you're right, like I I don't really watch Christmas movies on Christmas for the most part. Uh, sometimes I'll throw on It's a Wonderful Life and just kind of you know catch a couple minutes, walk into the kitchen, walk upstairs, you know, do do some things and just have it on. And, and pop in from time to time, just because Christmas is such a busy day. There's a lot going right. on. Uh, but I would say for me, it's it's the 26th, maybe the 27th. Um, it might also depend on if you have any Christmas parties uh, after Christmas, uh, which I don't know. That's another good question is like, you know, should I think we actually covered that last week. Like, should you have Christmas parties after Christmas or should they all kind of lead up to Christmas and then kind of be done. But that week we, we covered it last, uh, last episode, the week in between Christmas and new year's, there's kind of a weird, you know, limbo state, right? So maybe it wouldn't hurt to throw on a Christmas movie and extend that holiday spirit. But at the same time, I'm with you. Christmas day is the 25th. Once it's over, what's the point? Mm. I think that's a fair place to come from. Um, but if I had to, I would say the 26th, 27th, you should not be watching Christmas movies, though, once the calendar turns to January. I think that's that's clear. Um, yeah. I, but I really but love is, you agree with me. But yeah, but I feel it like is, we were doing some of these other topics. We might not be 
You're right. not going to be agreeing. No, we're, we're on the same page here. And let's see if here. we're on the same page about saying Happy New Year. So uh -huh. I, I've, I say Happy New Year before the New Year actually happens, right? It's a little preemptive Happy New Year. So maybe the 30th, the 31st, you know, I might not see that person, you know, on New Year's Eve or are New you, Year's Day. Are so you I pairing go, it with Merry Christmas? Or are you saying that no, you will no, no, just no. say Happy New Year or you say Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year? I don't say them together after Christmas. So That's weird. I would say maybe like maybe on the 23rd, I would happy, say happy. Merry Christmas and, you know, hope you have a happy new year. If I'm not planning on seeing that person before okay. the new year, right? Sure. Um, in between after Christmas, I would just say, you know, hey, have a happy new year, a happy new year a couple of days before. And then, you know, I, I think this is another point where it, it, there's a hard cutoff. I think maybe the 5th of January, no yeah. later than the 10th of January are you telling people happy new year right now are are you would you put in the same category the phrase like did you have a good new year no is that, that's different that's different, different. this okay. is a okay. you're wishing someone a happy new year so you're definitely not doing it in february right happy new year uh well you know that uh, it's a new sure. year a month ago uh but i do you agree maybe the 5th the 10th is is pushing it but if you had to you could if you hadn't seen somebody in a while you could still say it i feel like because we have a, a title of new year's day since that's a title new year's day i feel like to do it after new year's day to say happy new year is once again just like you know saying leading up to it sure i think new year's is actually the most hard hardest cut off holiday because mm. it's a it's a finite date yes. for a specific thing you know christmas is a season I would say Valentine's Day is a season. Like Easter's a season almost. I mean, New Year's is a day. It's it's, it's, a day. The, it's the flip of the clock. It's the sun, and yeah. what it does in the the axis of the the, the axis of all the that atmosphere in the universe. Yeah, and it's no, you know it's New Year's in China over there, and it's still Wednesday over here, whatever you know. But but for them, it's big good good for them. Right. Uh, I like that. No, that, that, that's perfectly said. And let's go ahead and spin the wheel, right? Let's spin this okay. wheel. Let's see what's going to happen. Uh, we've still got plenty of good topics on there. I, I, I Lots of really it, good ones. I do not yes. want it to land on Jeffrey Epstein. I, I will say that. Right. Even though that, that list is supposed to be coming out uh, here soon, and that will oh, be interesting. You love list episodes. It, I do, but it landed instead on doing <laughs> laundry. Oh. It's, it landed on doing laundry. So um, ooh, that was close. That was, that was a close one, but... Uh, doing laundry is uh, is an art, in my opinion. It's mm. it's supposed to be relaxing. It's supposed to uh, make you work for it a little bit, right? Because the easy part is loading it in. The second easiest part is taking it from the washer, putting it in the dryer. Yes. Then after right. that, that's where it gets tough. Should that's we... where that's where the follow through is important because uh, I don't know if if you've ever lived with anyone who isn't good about keeping the laundry moving. Uh, but uh, there is, I, there's not many things that grind my gears more than popping open the washer to put my clothes in there. And there's just, there's stuff in there and it's, and it's been there for a while. You can smell uh, it. It hits you like a wall mildew. Know, of mildew uh, mm. right into the nostrils. And so then next thing you know, your laundry plans are pushed back because you've got to worry about, um, you know, your roommate's, uh, laundry that's still in the washer and and maybe you get it going for them again but at the same time it's like you know this isn't my laundry you know laundry is very personal right 
Right. What's your what's your when it comes to laundry? What's your stance on the mildew? Once the mildew has set in the smell, do you wash it again? You wash, or do you again. just go ahead and do you just go ahead throw it in the dryer and just put a lot of fabric softener sheets in there and just kind of really hope it smells. Well, better? if it was if it was my laundry, I like to keep it moving, and, and that doesn't happen a lot. If I yeah. were maybe helping somebody else out, uh, I'll usually just wash it again. Um, or because it already kind of smells bad, you just do the old. Uh, play through right so like in golf if the if the person or the group in front of you is slower you just play through right you play the hole and you go on past uh -huh. it so the play through in laundry is you just take that you take the clothes you chuck them on the ground it doesn't matter that they're wet because they smell bad anyways you put sure. yours in maybe put it on a quick wash to get it moving real fast then you just kind of keep the process going along and you throw the wet mildew laundry back in, back in after you get yours to the dryer isn't that a strange thing, though, the idea that you wash clothes, they sit wet, they smell. How do you fix it? Get them wet more? Get them wet again. Yes, that with, that to me, soap. the science of that. But science you don't have to understand. It's you, know? a, you just it's have to believe. an enigma. It is. No, I, I completely agree. You a pods but guy? You a pods guy? Or are you a I, I used to guy? be. I used to be. Now I'm a liquid. I, I am a liquid detergent um, with scent beads i don't know if you if you've ever used I, scent beads well, but yeah i've used scent beads yeah i, I do like those I've, I've been turned on to those and and i'm a big fan i will say Heck that yeah. uh yeah hell yeah and uh then the the dryer sheets i used to use uh but my fiance introduced me to i think it's it's like a wool ball or you know you just throw them in wool there ball. And you, yeah it's multiple wool balls it's a it's a it, it, not to you not buy to those at spencer's too with the i don't know beads but not to be on the nose, but you order these wool balls and they come eight, 10 together in a sack. So you've got, and I, and I know that it sounds bad. You've got a ball sack uh -huh. and you, and you put in a wool ball sack, a wool ball sack and you put in six or so, and it's supposed to help separate the laundry as it's drying. And it also, you have to put six of them in there. Yeah, but six it, balls like, in there. it moves around in the laundry. So, you know how sometimes you'll, you pull your, your, laundry out of the dryer and like one one of the things was like your sweatshirt was stuck together and it never really unraveled and it's still a little wet the wool balls are supposed to keep the laundry kind of moving and and separated so there's this there's an art and science to science that. there and yeah and again we don't have to understand it necessarily mm -hmm. and you just have to trust it and that's what i do so uh hey we we're out of time on laundry. I know we maybe didn't get as deep into that, but we do have time for one more wheel spin. That's why I wanted to get get off laundry and move to this last one. So the wheel is spinning. There's only good ones left. The wheel is spinning. There good. are a lot of good ones oh, left. Oh, I mean it's got to be controversial one ones. Big 3 and baby. I'm nervous. Vaccines, and women, critical rights. Let's go. Big it's 3. It's not. It's uh -huh. can the Dallas Cowboys stop being the Dallas Cowboys or ever stop being the Dallas Cowboys? Uh, okay, so do we get uh, mulligans? The, Can we get a, a mulligan on this on the board? Spin? We left we left critical race theory, uh, the all white versus all black Pro Bowl, Jeffrey Epstein, and all women football league, and the Ugh, the vaccine conspiracies are still on the wheel. We're unfortunately not going to have time for those next time. Maybe leave them for next time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but now we're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys and if they could ever stop being the Dallas Cowboys. What does that mean? What does it mean? Like, isn't it good for the Cowboys to be the Cowboys or it's a it's a bad thing for the Cowboys to Cowboy? Uh, I mean, if we're talking about will what 
I think it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. And I'm as as a monster fan. Uh, when Cowboys. I hear when I hear someone say, "Oh, that's the Cowboys being the Cowboys," I don't think I've ever interpreted that as a good thing. Sure, it's you not know? like there's Tom Brady being Tom Brady. Oh, just balling. It's the Cowboys, the Cowboys are imploding. Is what yes. people are usually uh, implying. Yes, that phrase has never been dealt. Uh, I'm sure in the '90s, you know, there was like, "Oh, look at those Cowboys being Cowboys, just win, just so many Super Bowls, just getting women and making money." You know, sure. Now it's just. It's neg. It's negativity, um, and I I know I saw something recently, and it's funny because this is happening, you know, in the twenty twenty three to twenty twenty four season uh, that we're having this conversation. But it might be topical enough in to where like you could have listened to this segment in twenty seventeen. You could probably listen to this segment in twenty twenty nine. You know, when Jerry Jones is somehow still you know pulling the strings at Jerry World. But what I've seen recently is. It's a it's a cycle, right? Huh. So the Cowboys start out really well, uh, and that's the first step. And then they kind of struggle. They lose maybe a game, and then they come back and they look like one of the best teams in the league, unbeatable. Absolutely. Uh, and some might even say that this is the delusional step. And then they manage to choke away, you know, in, in the playoffs or before the playoffs even get started. And then that cycle just kind of repeats itself. Is that, does that mean, <sighs> is that the question that we're trying to get at if, or is that the one that we're trying to answer of, can the Dallas Cowboys ever stop Dallas Cowboying? I mean, it, I, you know, we're, we're really only looking at a small sample size. I mean, if, if we're, if we're going to use this phrase and this mentality of the Cowboys, I mean, it's a small sample size of, they've only been doing it for a few decades in a row, you mm-hmm. know, just 25 you know, 25 years in a row, 25, almost 30 years in a row. A I mean, to some people, I mean, is that, can you really consider a pattern if it's happened 365 days, 30 times in a row? I mean, can I, you, know, you? That's tough. I don't, I 30, think, almost 30 years. Like, I you? think, I think the saying though is, is like if, if you do something for three months, it becomes a, a routine or a schedule or who said you know, that? a pattern. I'm not sure who said it, but um, that would, if you, if you applied that, then yes, that would be a pattern. But you're saying that just because it's happened every single month for the last 30 years, possibly, that doesn't mean that it's meant to happen every single time. And it and it might not mean that it's going to happen in the future. Right. It's like flipping a coin. Except if the coin landed on heads for 30 years in a row. Okay. Eventually... Unless it's a fake coin, it will flip on tails. Sure. It, the, it, the law of averages, it's going to bring it down. Has to. Okay. Uh, you know, so, and just for the record, because it's January 2nd, I'm going to call it. It's all year we didn't, boys. We're going to win the Super Bowl. Wow. So you're saying that the Dallas Cowboys are going to stop Dallas Cowboying this year? No, they're going to start being the Dallas Cowboys this year. Wow. Okay. So. That's a prediction. I don't know if we've ever done something like that on All You Need to Know, but I'll make sure we write that down. Uh, maybe even put it up on the poll. Is this the year the Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl? That'll be exciting to see uh, if that plays out. And, hey, if it does work out, boom. You know, you can play this back. Say I said this on January 2nd of 2024. But that's How about this? Go ahead. Go I'm ahead. so confident that if okay. the Dallas Cowboys don't win the Super Bowl this year, I will do a terrible thing. Okay. I'll just leave it uh, up in the air at that. 
Well, I don't just think that's leave super, it. That's not super fun though, because usually it's like if I if I if they don't, I'll jump into a pond that's in good. Cold it outside. could be that I could do that. Okay, I, I just didn't like the way that you said it, but unfortunately, we don't have time to get it's into something terrible. Yeah, if if we had more time, we would get into that. If that was maybe on the wheel, even we could possibly get into that. But we've run out of time. The Wheel of Topics, the first installment of the Wheel of Topics, I did like it. Uh, and we, we still have a lot of things left on the on the wheel. So, you know, I'll take the ones off that we, we touched on and and we'll maybe knock out some of these other ones at some point. But Thad, thanks so much uh, for Absolutely. being in the first episode of All You Need to Know's 2024. Uh, a happy new year to everybody that's listening. And that's going to do it for this episode of AY2K. Screw you, DJ and Isaac. My name is Quinn Eaton. Thad Buchanan. And this has been All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at allyouneed2no00 at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.